0: Boo. <laughs> did i get you welcome to this special spooky episode of overtone warp zone don't let the ghouls get you as we try to figure out how some of the scarier music of smash ultimate sends chills down your spine oh yeah and this podcast is for people who like games love music and want to know more about how their favorite songs work and we're taking a look at music from smash bros What could be scarier than winning a luxurious mansion in a mysterious contest and showing up to claim it only to find out that the house is chock full of ghosts who've sealed your brother in a prison deep in the heart of it and your only means of fighting your way to him is a vacuum cleaner? That's right, let's listen to the newest rendition of the Luigi's Mansion theme, remixed for Smash Bros. Ultimate by Maasa Miyoshi. Luigi's origins can be traced back to 1983 with the arcade game Mario Bros. The first player controls Mario and when playing multiplayer, the second player controls Luigi. This of course would be a staple of the mainline multiplayer Mario games, with Luigi always playing second fiddle to his older brother. In fact, if you are a younger sibling, or an underdog in any way, you might have found yourself playing as, and identifying with, Luigi more often than Mario. Luigi started off as a simple palette swap of Mario, replacing the red of his outfit with Luigi's green. In the early days of the Mario Bros. games, these two characters had very little differences in terms of physical appearance and personality. Over time, we would come to see Luigi as slightly taller and slimmer than his brother. We discovered that he's able to jump a little higher than Mario, and at the cost of not having much traction on the ground, as per Super Mario Bros. 2. But the biggest difference came with the release of the GameCube. Here's the main theme from Luigi's Mansion, which plays as Luigi wanders its halls, as composed by Kazumi Tataka. (laughs) Luigi's Mansion was one of the launch titles for the GameCube in 2001. It's one of the first games that paints any of the Mario heroes in anything but a heroic, happy-go-lucky light. Instead, we see Luigi as nervous, timid, and cowardly in the face of the horrors of this mansion without our regular hero to guide this full-time sidekick around. Since Smash Bros. Melee was in production before the release of Luigi's Mansion, Luigi's voice in that game is just a pitch-shifted version of Mario's voice. But from this point on, Luigi, in both his mannerisms and his speech, has retained somewhat of a more quirky, offbeat, and timid personality in many of the other Mario games. It'd be hard to live down the PTSD of living in a haunted house like he did. It's hard not to associate Luigi with fear and trembling when you listen to his memorable vocal track on this song anyway. Here's one final rendition of Luigi's Mansion for your listening pleasure. This remix originated in Brawl and was made by Shogo Sakai. Even if you knew nothing about the game series, and I just gave you this music to listen to, you could probably place it in a horror genre game. What is it about this melody that does that to us? Is there something inherent in there that gets us to make that association? Of course you know there is. That's why this episode is about... Spooky music! In other words, what makes horror music, or Halloween music, or spooky music, spooky? Well, there are definitely a few factors that we can find in the original Luigi's Mansion theme, as well as its remixes. But before we get into that, have a listen to this piece of classical music. This is called Toccata and Fugue in D minor, and many sources attribute it to none other than the Baroque period's finest composer, Johann Sebastian Bach. This organ piece has very often, and with much cliché, been associated with the macabre. It was used in the 1931 horror film Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and again in the 1934 horror film The Black Cat, and in 1962's adaptation of The Phantom of the Opera, and in the 1975 dystopian future film Rollerball, and... well, you get the idea. Even by 1950, the film Sunset Boulevard used the piece in an ironic, self-aware way to shed light on how overused this piece is in the horror setting. So, why this piece for horror movies? Well, at this point in history, we can say that it evokes spookiness merely by its association with so many pieces of horror media. Like Pavlov's salivating dogs to the ringing of a bell, our brains tense up in fear at the sound of the D minor organ soundscape. Or, rather, cringe up at the cliché. But there must be more to it than that. The piece is all done on solo organ. The organ is an instrument that was used primarily by a solo instrumentalist and had its prominence in the church from around the 14th to 17th centuries. There are tales of organists practicing late at night, their haunting harmonies echoing from their solitary practice cathedrals. Ultimately, the organ is associated with the church, and the church is associated with the spiritual, and the spiritual is associated with ghouls, ghosts, death, the afterlife, you name it. So the organ itself is a spooky instrument but there are other spooky elements found in Bach's Toccata and Fugue as well. And here are a few of them. The song is in a minor key, which, especially today, denotes sadness or sinisterness, especially as compared to a major key. There are many dissonant intervals in the Toccata and Fugue, which provide the listener with a sense of unease. In particular, the minor second interval and the tritone interval, aka the devil's interval, are used heavily throughout. The minor key can add to this feel, as often we use chords outside the natural minor scale to help bring us to the home key. For example, the V chord is often major to help emphasize the I chord, giving us an extra place for a minor second interval. Another reason this piece sounds scary is that there are many places throughout that feature low notes or chords. Often the lower register gives a darker feel, and if you imagine being in a giant church with organ pipes that could be over 60 feet in length, you will feel those notes. Kind of spooky that an instrument can make you feel something without touching you. Almost like it's a a a ghost. Lastly, there is play with silence and sound, particularly loud sound. When a soundscape is constantly loud and frightening sounding, you're never wondering when that spooky thing is going to hit. But when the atmosphere is silent, and you know that scary something is looming around nearby, the suspense is, pardon the pun, killer. (laughs) All right, let's go back to the Luigi's Mansion theme and see what's in there. Right away, we have low notes being played by an upright bass that can be felt spooky. The first part of the melody that's hummed by a terrified Luigi has our dissonant notes right there. We're in the key of A minor, so at the beginning we hop from A to E, a nice sounding interval. But right away we shift down to a D sharp, a minor second interval. Also, that D sharp happens to be a tritone away from A. Spooky! Then there's this section of our song, which is just basically a bunch of minor seconds one after another. <laughs> If you listen in the background, we have our organ playing chords in time with the bass when the A section comes in. There's another instrument that plays a counter melody halfway through this section though. sounds like some kind of wailing ghost. Keep that in mind, we'll come back to it. You'll notice this song has a lot of gaps in it. Like we said, the silence builds anticipation. And suddenly, a bigger build of sound. In our Smash Ultimate remix, there are stabs that emphasize that build even more, creating a bigger contrast and a bigger spook. So, that instrument that we heard before. It sounds otherworldly, right? Hard to pin down what is making that sound exactly. Well, folks, you are listening to the sound of a theremin. This instrument probably deserves its own episode, so for now, all I'll say is this. The theremin was invented in Russia in 1920 by Leon Theremin, and it's one of the first truly electronic instruments. It's played by waving your hands through the air in front of it, so even the way you play it is otherworldly. The instrument is so hard to play, you almost need perfect pitch to do so. So something that's much easier to do is just to wave your hands around wildly and make sound effects, like a ghost. As such, it was included in many classic horror movie soundtracks, and sometimes not even as an instrument, but as a means of making sound effects. Its inclusion in Luigi's Mansion fits perfectly. There's this odd marriage of the old with the organ and the new with the theremin, but these spooky soundtracks pull it off. Of course, another thing that Luigi's Mansion pulls off is how Luigi is reacting to this. The more damaged you become, the more quavering and pitchy that hummed melody becomes. Here he is when things aren't going so well. (laughs) And here he is when he can't take another hit. serve us well to listen to some other music from Smash that is intending to come from a horror genre. So let's get some Castlevania going. This is Bloody Tears Monster Dance, arranged by Michiko Naruke. While it doesn't have organ, it does have harpsichord, which has the same gothic implications. Of course, this song is in a minor key, and it starts off with this wicked Baroque line right here. Throughout the piece, you'll hear examples of intervals that don't sit well, but especially about halfway through when we transition to the monster dance part of the arrangement. We have a super exposed tritone on low ghostly choir voices and church bells. So this song has some elements of what we consider spooky music, but it doesn't have all of them. And most of the songs from Castlevania follow suit. For example, there's Simon Belmont's theme, which starts with organ and harpsichord in a baroque and dissonant style. Up until this electric guitar pick slide into the main section of the song. Then there's Tragic Prince, which even uses the same chord progression as the Luigi's Mansion theme. So why is Castlevania so different, and what elements of scary music are we missing? Well, I think both Luigi's Mansion and Castlevania diverge from the horror genre in the classical sense. Luigi has a goofy, cartoony take on it. So, leaning into tropes serves to caricature them. On the other hand, Castlevania is an action-adventure game, where you play as a tough guy professional vampire killer, equipped to actually mess these guys up. So, while Simon and Richter are going up against scary forces of the undead, the undead must be at least as scared of them as the Belmonts are. That's why we have these fast-paced, rock-heavy remixes with lots of personality, the Belmonts aren't sneaking around Dracula's castle with flashlights. They're kicking the door in and throwing axes first and axing questions later. Ha ha ha. See what I did there? One of the biggest missing elements in the Castlevania remixes is the silence and loud, scary stabs of music. That's because the Belmonts are bringing the noise, and they aren't afraid of what they're facing. Other elements, such as the use of organ, dissonant notes, and so on, are present, but only to remind us of what kind of enemy we're facing. So, we have two takes on the horror genre represented in Smash, and therefore two ways of approaching that scary material. One isn't necessarily better than the other, because they both accurately portray the different series they come from. Maybe you can add some of the songs you heard from this episode to your trick-or-treating playlist. From Overtone Warpzone to you, Happy Halloween! I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast or suggestions of a song or music topic. Leaving a rating or review on your podcasting platform is a great way to share that with me and helps Overtone Warpzone gain some exposure. You can stay up to date on podcast news by visiting the website OvertoneWarpZone.com. If you found some enjoyment from this podcast and want to give your support, check out my Patreon at Patreon.com slash OvertoneWarpZone. Until next time, keep playing.